0: In a free society with government based on reason, it is inevitable that there will be no uniform opinion about important issues. Those accustomed to suppression and control by governmental authority see this as leading only to chaos. But a government of the people requires difference of opinion in order to discover truth and to take advantage of the opportunity that only understanding brings. That was the great Thomas Jefferson, and you're on The Adrian Slade Show.
1: The presidential motorcade was just passed through heavy crowds
2: in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district
0: when three shots suddenly rang out.
3: Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slade Show.
0: Authoritarianism ends the same way. And this is regardless of economic status of a nation. You know, it could be third world, it could be first world. None of that matters. The ending is the same. And this status can be applied to a nation, a state, or province, like we're seeing in Australia municipalities like we're seeing in New York. Basically, it comes down to this comply or we'll end you. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. That's what's happening in Australia. That's what's happening in New York City. In Australia, they're just beating the tar out of people. I mean, guys sitting down eating lunch. He's getting attacked. They're trying to say, oh, it's these construction workers wearing the orange vest. They're KKK members or some garbage like that. But it's obvious that they have such an authoritarian crackdown. In fact, uh, Victoria, Australia, has now outpaced New South Wales in COVID-related incidents. Uh, Maybe they should just execute everybody. Just just eliminate the entire population. And then guess what? (laughs) You've wiped out the virus. That seems to be the track that they're on. But that same authoritarian streak is happening in New York. I mean, what we're witnessing in New York City is not consent by the will of the governed. I mean, this is, uh, this is authoritarianism. And it's funny because we talked about this on the podcast before. When Andrew Cuomo was going through all the crap he was going through, you know, we hated the guy. I mean, his policies of shoving... COVID patients into nursing homes so it spread like wildfire and killed off our most vulnerable elderly population. Yeah, that was awful. That was horrendous. That's just inhumane. But at the same time, his affinity for giving women the sausage, remember the video where he's like, eat the sausage. He orders this chick a sausage at a restaurant. (laughs) I mean, think about it. If you're like, Someone who's in the press and you're mildly attractive and Andrew Cuomo, the mayor or the governor, actually, uh, the governor comes up to you and says he's going to order you a sausage, an Italian sausage. Uh, There could be some implied innuendos there. But at the same time, he's buying you a meal. That guy could be such a horrific dunce, just a complete moron. But at least he was like dickhead funny. You know, like when he decided to enlist the prison population (laughs) at slave labor rates to make his hand sanitizer when the beginning of the coronavirus, the hand sanitizer was missing from the shelves. And he sits down. He's like trying to sell it on TV. Look how floral it is. It's like smell it. It's like it's like hints of lavender. The guy was a douche, but at least he was like slightly funny douche. Now they've just replaced him with a socialist authoritarian and this new governor she has decided she is going to fire anyone who's in the medical healthcare field if they're not vaccinated at midnight and
4: we'll be nation leading with our mandate which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of new york or a health care facility to have been vaccinated i will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address the shortages where they occur that's going to allow me to deploy the national guard who are medically trained deploy people uh, who've been retired who may have had a licensed lapse bring in people from elsewhere that is not my first Position, though, my friends, my 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 desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs, work in them safely, and to all the other healthcare workers who are vaccinated, they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick.
0: Man, I can't wait for Sergeant Fury to perform open heart surgery on me in the Big Apple. I mean, I ain't got time to bleed, but. The thing about it is, weren't we just praising these healthcare workers? They were dancing TikTok videos, and they were talking and crying and and, in Instagram videos about how tired they were and how overworked they were. Didn't we just send a ship, a hospital ship down there that never got used? Didn't we open up hospitals in the fields of Central Park, and none of them were used either? But then we're going to turn around and put down a vaccination gauntlet and say, hey, you better get vaccinated or we're just going to fire you, even though we need you the most. And then we're going to replace you with the National Guard. And what was really interesting was that she decided to say she was using a emergency powers executive order. You know, it's a stroke of a pen. Order 66 is going to come down and we're just going to eliminate your rights by government fiat authoritarianism. I mean, it sounds about what Gavin Newsom did. This is actually on his Twitter account, Breaking. California is now permanently a vote-by-mail state because we believe in making voting easier and for every voice to be heard. Now, I can tell you right now, it isn't really hard to vote in America. I know myself, I probably, the longest line I think I stood in was probably 15, 20 people. Didn't take that long was able to do it on a lunch break. And it's been that way since I started voting first first uh, presidential race I voted for was uh, George H. Bush because at the time there was no other options. I mean, we don't have Reagan anymore and he couldn't run again. Um, even if he could, his Alzheimer's was kicking in. But Gavin Newsom basically pulled a Vladimir Putin Xi Jinping and just eliminated term limits. I mean, this is the punishment for trying to recall dear leader from his seat of power, like the citizenry did. That's not consent of the will of the govern. Again, we might need to go back and re-rack and reframe. Let's reboot the fundamental foundation of government. What does it mean? Why is it there? And we'll get to that. But this new, <laughs> this new idiot, um, this new governor, governor Kathy Hochul, she decided to take things, you know, a little step further and use Christianity as a cudgel to encourage vaccinations. She wanted apostles to follow her. This community back, and what we went through this pandemic made
4: us stronger. I believe that, especially when I talk to young people who weren't able to have their graduations from high school or a normal life for the last 18 months. I say to them, whatever comes your way in life, You are stronger, you are more resilient. God let you survive this pandemic because he wants you to do great things someday. He lets you live through this when so many other people did not. And that is also your responsibility. But how do we keep more people alive? We are not through this pandemic. I wished we were, but I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know, there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love? But to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them.
0: So get out there and be good (laughs) propagandists. Be good disciples of Hochul. Um, Yeah, I don't think Jesus turned around and said, hey, uh, I'm going to give the wisdom and foresight to these individuals who reject my name most of the time and uh get them to create a vaccine in fact half of them are going to get fired tonight i guess they didn't get the memo from jesus but i don't think this is based on any biblical sound doctrine you know um i had a discussion with somebody the other night where they tried to say that oh well you know these men were ordained by god and god gave them the wisdom to build these vaccines and i was like really is that where you're going with it and then he decides to quote uh Voltaire, to which I was going, oh, wait a minute. Voltaire rejected Christianity outright. So you're probably not basing it on biblical values either. Because remember, Satan quoted scripture. The demons know of Jesus and know of scripture. So, uh, you know, in fact, the devil used scripture against Jesus in the desert. So just getting out there and saying, oh, well, you know, Jesus said, love thy neighbor, so get the vaccine because you love one another. That's that's not what um, Jesus said about that. In fact, I think uh, Jesus wanted us to live as good Christians, and he said, fear not. He did say fear not, right? We've been living through fear for the last 18 months and in, in making our decisions um, based on fear and not giving that over to God, but I can get into a biblical conversation on this, but I'm not going to go that route, but I'm just saying fear is of the devil. Chaos is of the devil. Chaos in gender, chaos in uh, in messaging and science and, and all of that being used against you. Um, We can make the case that this is not of God then that we're placing a lot of faith in man and that we're making the vaccines an idol. <laughs> I mean... We could go there, but she wants to use Christianity as a cudgel to encourage vaccines. You know, it's funny how everyone on the right is basically we're not allowed to proclaim our faith if we're in elected position or if we're appointed to a government position, anything that is Christianity based, um, that we would use to guide our, our leadership and our, our, you know, our countenance and wisdom, um, Remember, they did that with Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, are you going to let your Christian faith get in the way of making your decisions? But now we can go out there and run on it. We can grandstand on it if we're on the left, and we can use the Bible to justify any desire that we want. I mean, they want to believe that there are moral betters, you know? I mean, think about Pelosi, you know? I mean, we need to rewrack the role of government. Consent by the will of the people. And, yeah, that will of the people can be you and I and Jeff Bezos. It could be Bill Gates. You know, they're part of the people. But it's when Bezos and Gates, when they get preferential treatment, when they flash dollar bills around at the political class and the political class takes them and then they look the other way or they carve out special paths for them that you and I, we're not allowed to enjoy because of their philanthropy towards government that's called corruption that's also called better yet sin the brokenness of humanity is going to make that happen that's why i always say capitalism is a perfect system it's just we as sinful humans broken filled with sin in need of redemption in need of grace and salvation from christ why that system gets corrupted And that's why when you look at communism or socialism, because socialism is just a transition from a free market to communism, because that's where it eventually ends. Look at that role of government. Take the sinful nature out of that. And you basically are taking a collection of individuals or one individual, dear leader, and that's the person who is being answered to or in the position of the natural uh, uh, in the position of the one who administers rights okay so who administers rights under a capitalist system uh that would be natural rights that would be god that would be uh the almighty we're given the right to speak freely to assemble freely to worship god without interference of government to protect ourselves and defend ourselves under the constitutional second amendment rights because the constitution doesn't grant these rights. It tells the government step off of the natural rights that God's given. You have to restrain yourself. That's why there's all these shall make no law and shall nots and, you know, that's all through the constitution because it's telling the government stay in your lane You know, the government is built by the people. It is a collection of people that want to build a civil society, a corporation. You know, when Mitt Romney was blasted, I can't stand Mitt Romney, but when he was blasted back in 2012, outside of the 47% comment that he made, when he was talking about corporations or people, and they're like, oh, you want these evil corporations to to make money and to profit off the backs of the people. That's the leftist talking because they always want to vilify the evil corporations when the evil corporations are now doing the bidding for their government in, in concert and in favor of the mandates that they desire. I mean, the the corporations are the ones that are going to lay down the vaccine mandates when the government can't do it. The corporation's is going to be the one to lay down restricting free speech by the other side of the aisle because, you know, we can't have y'all speaking. They're going to shut down any sort of dissenting opinion. They're going to shut down any, uh, uh, contrarian view on vaccinations on Liberty on, you know, all of that's going to be shut down, but it's going to be done through big business. And those people all donate to the Democrats. That's what really blows my mind. So these people sit there on their high horse and talk about, Oh, the evil corporations, you know, they they just want profit and blah, blah, blah. They want to use uh, their power to enslave you and blah, blah, blah. No, they're basically throwing money at your leftist politicians. They're getting in bed or they're hiring those that were previously hired by the administration of your leftist heroes and they're doing the will of the government when the government can't legally allow or can't legislatively make these things happen. Regardless of all that, going back to the concept of cooperation or corporation, because that's basically what it is. It's, it, it's just an entity. It's a legal entity. And that's why when they say corporations are people, they technically are. It's its own separate person. It's just a legal entity where a group of people have gotten together. And they want to be recognized as this one person, this one legal entity, and that legal entity now has its own uh, protections of liability in the legal realm. You know, if I'm if I'm within this corporation and this corporation gets sued, the assets of the corporation are only impacted. It's not my personal house, not my car. None of that's impacted. But that individual's assets that are owned by that individual entity, that corporation, cooperation, corporation, right? They're the ones impacted because now they're their own person. Well, that same idea is used for the entity of government. And with a corporation such as an American government, well, we employ a government for... One reason and one reason only, because there's certain things that we as a society require that the private sector can't meet those needs, even though the private sector can do a ton, which is why we love capitalism, which is why we love free markets. But you can't have a private military. You can have some private militias, but one singular private military. Well, we are going to go out of our way and say, you know what, it's probably going to be better as a group collective that we will allow our government to engage in protect in protecting us. We'll get a group of people together. There's nothing socialist about that because we are instilling those to do this work while you and I go about our business because we don't have the time to sit there and stand on guard or, uh, engage in battle while we're in the middle of conducting our day-to-day affairs, we're going to give that role to the government. It's just like the, the, the situation with the monopolies that you see with energy um, or what you see with, like, the railroad. You know, you, yeah, we could have private railroads all day long. But then what happens when every private railroad company is laying down rail railroad tracks? <laughs> Suddenly, you've got a sea of railroad tracks. So... For the good of the governed, we as a governing body say, hey, you know what, let's go ahead and just allow the government to handle the infrastructure of putting down the railroad tracks and then the different companies can use those. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Those kind of things are what the government You know, that's why we want a small government, because there's not many things that we want to allow them to do that the free market can't already do. But there's a few things that free market just can't meet the need of because it doesn't make economic sense for them to do it. But we do need it. Again, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Um, Where we start to cross the line is when we start to get government contractors and Government decides to go, well, you know, I want to engage in these uh, these activities over here, but I'm going to make it happen by awarding this contract to this uh, this group over here, and then they're going to charge me an exorbitant amount of money way above market price, and because I have this big, deep pocket of tax money, I'm just going to pay it. Um, Next thing you know, they roll out like bandits because they're laughing, going, yeah, government's got all this money. We're going to be employed in perpetuity, and we're going to make a crap ton of money in the process. Well, that's corruption. Again, that's sin. And we've stepped over those lines. But we have a cooperation for the interest of certain things. And that corporation has a mission statement. That is our Declaration of Independence. It has an Articles of Incorporation, which is our Constitution. And these things are starting to be trampled upon. You know, I mean, uh, these are the things that we have to look at. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of property was what it was all about in the beginning. They changed the pursuit of happiness because purchasing property would lead to happiness. Because ownership of property is what made us different than communist regimes, monarchies. That's why you couldn't change your economic class That's why you were always a serf, because you didn't own property. You didn't own, you know, things that can provide wealth down the road. Not that every property you own is going to be wealthy. I can tell you right now, with two homes that I can be considered a slumlord with. The property, though, the ownership of land gave you ownership of an area. And ultimately, that's what really... Turned America into a sea to a sea to shining sea land because the Native Americans who were nomads, they were warring tr- warring tribes against each other. We come in and we start talking about buying this spot of land, buying this, Louisiana Purchase, Northwest Territory. And they laughed. New York, the sale of New York, Manhattan. They laughed at us thinking these silly people are giving us money and they think they own this land because land wasn't considered an asset to them because they were constantly moving because of the climate and food and what have you. And then by the end of the day, suddenly there were just tiny reservations that we gave to the Native Americans. and We bought most of the land. Now, a lot of it was fought in battle and won. I'm not going to discount that, but what people don't factor into history, they always think that we just came in and committed mass genocide and took out all these people. We bought a lot of the land, and they willingly sold it to us, laughing at us. Eventually, we had the last laugh when we had America. Back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. So I think we need to really reboot and reframe the role of government and why we as people we are the bosses we employ them to do certain essential things for us on our behalf why that needs to be restated because a lot of people are not looking at it from that direction they're looking at it from well government said this so i guess i need to do that because they're the experts right yeah experts have been a, been way wrong in this day and age there are employees we pay them with tax money we vote for them to act on our behalf we need to start reengaging in that fashion. That's why we have to do it locally. That's why you need to look at your local elections. I'm looking at Yunkin here in Virginia against Terry McAuliffe. Luckily, the signs look really good for him. I'm looking at uh, Victoria Prophet for Commissioner of Revenue out in Chesapeake. I'm looking at uh, Lee Henderson for Treasurer of Virginia Beach. I'm looking at my own district, Barry Knight, for state delegate. I'm looking at Jason uh, Mayores, I think, is his last name for attorney general of the state of Virginia. Local is where we're going to have to start. That's where your biggest impact is going to happen. That's where your voice is going to be heard the most. I mean, when you go out on election night for the presidency and you vote like I did here in Virginia and I voted and my district, second district voted for. Donald Trump. But then actually, I think this time they voted for Biden for some crazy reason. And then the state decides it's going to vote for the Democrat. Well, my voice meant nothing. But can I vote for Republicans that are going to do amazing things in my self-interest at my school board, at my city council, at my state delegation, the General Assembly? Well, yeah, that's how we're going to have to do it, because if not, we're going to get more of the corruption. We're going to get Pelosi. You know, Pelosi's going to sit there and think she's a moral better, quoting biblical uh, scripture and, you know, pretending she's this moral superior uh, while engaging in the most corrupt practices of all. And just because they're insulating themselves by building this infrastructure of stacking the judicial and law enforcement levels with cohorts who build their two-tiered justice system and their two-tiered... Law enforcement system For the left to plunder And for the right to get skewered on We have to fight locally So that we can build that out And we vote for a Republican sheriff And we vote for A Republican attorney general You know, you look at Lauren Boebert She rose up and said You know what, I'm going to run for office And then what do they do? They smack her with this campaign money Campaign finance issue Of where she was paying utilities From her from her campaign funds or, you know, former governor of Virginia, Bob McDonald. Oh, he was getting he was getting rides and fancy cars. And they were using that as some sort of weird outlier campaign finance issue. While Ilhan Omar is using campaign money to pay back the legal fees for conducting immigration fraud by marrying her brother and then using campaign funds to hire her husband's firm with a crap ton of money, all while Attorney General Keith Muslim Brotherhood Ellison Looks the other way. And yet it's going to be Lauren Boebert who's going to get slammed while Ilhan Omar walks scot-free. That's the two, two-tier two justice system I'm talking about. You know? And sometimes they just make an infraction up. they just, we don't like you. When is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene going to get hit with some bizarre thing and, and we're going to all have to sit back and watch it all happen and, and watch... The left goes, see, she's a nutter. She thought there was a missile shooting or a laser shooting to Israel, and she's QAnon, and then we're going to have the Never Trump or lukewarm in-between Never Trump uh, rhino-ish people going, well, you know, she's kind of kooky and crazy, and she makes us look bad. She's embarrassing. While she's got 100% liberty score on voting, and I'm going to get into that in a minute, but I don't care how crazy she is. I don't think she's crazy that at all, but I mean, she's got her little quirks, but you know, the QAnon people, I have got a weird relationship with them because I, some of the stuff I think they might be scratching on some truth. Some of it I think is just complete insanity, but you know what, if you're going to show up at the end of the day and you're going to vote hundred percent for the things I need and things I want, I'm not going to throw you out. I'm not going to sit there and go. Well, you know, we got to get rid of Roy Moore because somebody slandered him and said that he was hitting on women underage and signing their yearbooks at the Waffle House over at the uh, Gadsden Mall, even though he got rid of the the restrictions on having the Ten Commandments uh, removed from the courthouse, right? So (laughs) I want Ten Commandments displayed at the courthouse because that is the foundation of the court system, and it also agrees with my Christian beliefs, but we're going to turn him into a pariah and a crazy nutter and then we're going to have the the crazy uh never trumpers and the rhinos go well we need to just totally just skewer this guy and end his career because he makes us look funny now i'm done with that look at the liberty score that's all look at the liberty score how how are they voting that's what we're going to get into in a minute but i th- i think these are things we need to worry about because on the left, the aim to destroy capitalism is coming full force. They do not care. They're going to shove through the infrastructure bill that it's going to give carve-outs to the mainstream media from funding because, in my mind, the mainstream media wants to be BBC of the Great Reset. They want to be when everything falls apart and then it's a reshaping of a global United Nations of Davos government, they want to be the government-subsidized government subsidized journalist wing ratings won't matter anymore. They can do all the documentaries they want to do, even though nobody's watching them. The monetary uh, decisions are now eliminated when it's based on the deep pockets of taxpayers, just like what we were talking about with the contractors. So I think there's a desire to get on the side of the left because the right's over here talking about, yeah, we got to defund NPR, Sesame Street, Cookie Monster, <laughs> Bert and Ernie. You're out of here. <laughs> go, go. You've got enough. You've got enough branding that you can make your products on the HBO level, and you can sell your toys in a soup in, in a in a market, you know, and you can set up theme parks. You don't need government assistance. You don't need taxpayer money. Them days are gone, but they know that that makes us a threat to what they want to do. So we have to look at the fact that they're using their power to push for an eventual collapse because it's in their best interest. They get to be at the forefront of the new Republic or the new democracy because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be some sort of Democrat Republic of Davos or whatever and they'll be funded by the government and they'll be allowed to you know because it's going to be like the arts and it's going to you know it's all going to be funded by subsidized by you know by people like you like they say on PBS um so the news media is going to work for that angle and we need to realize that the integrity of liberty is what our government system was built upon it restrains our government to protect individual liberty which also protects the free market and those biggest threats to free marketism are the communist the eco-terrorist this crazy lady who's out there talking about the evils of capitalism
2: it's in inca- capitalism is incapable of solving the problems it's created. Left to their own devices, bosses will continue to extract profits, exploit workers, lobby governments to halt change and argue that our demands are radical, unreasonable, unworkable. Do not believe corporations when they say little individual lifestyle changes are good enough. Even with global lockdowns, emissions in 2020 were only 7% less than 2019. Only the structural systemic change can save workers here and those in the global south and climate refugees who will be disproportionately affected. We must cancel the debt of low income countries so that they can fund their just transitions. And a just transition does not mean leaving workers behind, but putting our class front and centre with retraining and funding to put skills and experience to best use in socially useful work. Born in Middlesbrough, raised in the North East, I saw these long-term effects. of fat try! We must ensure that we replace fossil fuels on our own terms, redistributing the wealth that our class creates sharing the benefits. We must invest to create secure, unionised and well-paid green jobs in every industry. We can re the energy sector, ensure a sustainable net-zero carbon future at the same time as ending scandalous fire and rear hire. We can repeal all the anti-trade union laws, not just 2016 Act. We should continue to build on the Green New Deal by bringing public transport into public ownership and democratic control along with banking and finance. We need to be on the right side of history. We need to be bold and transformational, just as we were in 45 when we created the NHS. That is the kind of legacy we can leave for future generations by tackling the biggest issue of ours. The past, we inherit. The future, we build. Conference, for the confident one. For a socialist, Green New Deal.
0: Yeah, she's crazy bat crap crazy and you know what one of the first things you'll notice is she basically um, states that the global lockdowns did nothing to stop emissions because emissions are not a problem but shutting down all the businesses across the globe in the middle of a pandemic didn't do what they wanted it to do even in the slightest bit so what is it that they want to do and notice she is from the Labor Party of England. I mean, she is on a global team. This isn't about American capitalism. She's blasting capitalism as an idea across the board. Were you aware that the Green New Deal was global? Were you aware that as this unhinged nut job is just spouting off that Your president's campaign slogan wasn't something like, yes, we can, or, you know, it's morning in America or whatever the case may be. I like Ike. They used a global, a global slogan that everyone was using. Very pertinent question to ask, how do we build back better?
1: To build back better or whatever. We have a chance
2: to reset the clock and build back better than before. To build back better
4: than before. The the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Building back better. To do things
5: differently, to build back better.
4: We're going to build it back better.
5: And build it back better.
1: My plan to build back better. Uh, Start taking all the problems that have been
0: created in education and mental health and start to to build back In a positive way.
2: I have launched a booklet called build back better Britain after coronavirus
4: It's about building this country back better Growing conspiracy following it. It is called the great reset
5: unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live.
4: The great opportunity for reset. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy.
5: Build back better.
0: Building back better our economy.
4: Build back
0: better. All elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset, it's a big
2: effort to some would say to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset.
0: Sounds like everybody across the globe is on board with this little campaign slogan. Wonder how we got Joe Biden as president. But you know who's against it is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Everybody thinks she's crazy, but she gets in a shouting match with Betty McCallum and Representative debbie dingle over the democrats build back better women photo op and listen to her call her mouth on top of that listen to them try to use christianity against her just like we talked about earlier
3: you know killing a baby up until birth is a lack of civility it's called murder how about the border down there? Lack of civility. How about lack of laws or protecting and upholding our constitution? And you should practice the basic thing you're taught in church: respect. Your taught in church? Are you kidding me? Try being a Christian and supporting you life. Try being a Christian and supporting life. life. Basically. Watch yourself step, later and fall down. Control yourself.
0: Yeah, it's not respect thy neighbor; it's love thy neighbor. And you can say love and respect are the same thing, but uh. I think it just shows that you don't know the scripture like you want to spout off as because you want to be looked at as the you know throwing back religion in the face of those who actually revere it. That's what they do. It's not that they want to know it. They take their loose knowledge of it and just try to chuck religion back in their face. That's what they do. But they're frauds. But good on Marjorie Taylor Greene for snapping back and standing there. I mean, Lauren Boebert and her, as much as people make her out to be crazy, they've got great Liberty scores, 100%. And then on top of it, they don't take no crap. They actually go where the fight is, something the rest of the GOP can learn from. But the climate change people, they know that they have to go further than what we did with the lockdown with the Build Back Better plan. And they're not even happy with our ridiculous spending plan that we tried to pass through, um, and also what they're doing across the globe. Your everybody's favorite autistic, insane uh, child puppet, Greta Thunberg, yeah, she's not really happy about the Build Back Better plan either. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, (laughs) blah.
1: This is not about some expensive, politically correct, green act of bunny-hugging or blah, blah, blah. Build back better, blah, 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 green economy, blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 25, 2050, blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 2050, blah, 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 net zero, blah, 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 climate neutral, blah, blah, blah. This is all we hear from our so-called leaders. Words. Words that sound great, but so far...
0: Has led to no action. Oh, the puppet's mad and is having a hissy fit. But see, they're not going to be happy until, you know, I mean, they didn't even like the fact that the lockdown across the globe didn't do what they wanted it to do. They're not going to be happy until you're living out in a field in a hut, some straw hut, and you're eating cockroaches and berries and nuts and you're living like a savage, a primitive savage, and we have to just deconstruct technology and the amenities that we have built over the years through our innovation just to make them happy because of the planet, you know, Gaia, who they worship. Go look that up. That's the pagan God for earth. Um, and that's what they worship. They worship the earth and they want to destroy our sovereignty, your consent of the will of the governed so that they can comport us into some global union. I mean, even the U.N. is all in on this. I mean, this is where UNESCO falls into play with this little silly thing they're doing today.
3: To celebrate the International Day for Universal Access to Information, on September 28th, join UNESCO to build back better thanks to Access to Information. Access to Information Day 2021 will highlight the role of access to information laws and, vitally, their actual implementation – to build back effective accountable and inclusive institutions for the public good as a fundamental human right access to information not only represents a key pillar for inclusive knowledge societies as well as improves transparent governance helps protect our health reduces inequities, and contributes to sustainable development. On September 28th and 29th, join our series of webinars and all the online events organized by UNESCO and its partners across the world to protect and celebrate our right to access information. Please visit our website for more information.
0: Yeah, nothing like celebrating that day, the Access to Information Day, when you've got Telegram app removing doctors uh, from Germany. And you've also got YouTube shutting down videos of doctors giving out information about COVID therapies. But uh, going back to the almighty build back better agenda, Nancy Pelosi actually accidentally lets the cat out of the bag. I don't know if it's just a slip up because I've been doing this. I know a lot of other people have been doing this. Every time we want to say the Biden administration, we kind of slip up and say the Obama administration. (laughs) But here she does, right here on, on live TV, and uh, makes you have a head-scratcher on this one. Keep government open. We intend. We have to do those
4: imminently, uh, in, in, more imminently even, uh, to address the full Obama agenda of building back better. With And I love to say, building back better.
0: The Obama build back better agenda. That makes more sense. It's not as though Obama didn't say that he wished he had a third term.
5: I, uh, pe- people would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man, or front woman and and they had an earpiece in and I was just in my basement in my sweats Mm -hmm. looking through the stuff. And then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. I'd be fine with that.
0: And see the level of corruption would continue. Obama would be speaking into the earpiece of Biden and Biden would be bumbling it all over the TV, uh, all over press conferences uh, having the white house press feed Shut down in the middle of his sentence You know, It's not like that wouldn't happen or anything would it And that level Of corruption would go Along with what we're seeing in New York With as we talked about Governor Kathy Hochul The new, uh, the new governor After Cuomo was ousted She's going to force Medical workers into taking the vaccine And if they don't she's going to replace them With the National Guard She's going to go to your church and say Hey you need to evangelize on how great they are how great are these things, these vaccines of wonder given to us by God, right? When they're idols that everyone's singing about and genuflecting before, bowing at the altar of the, of the, uh, of the jab. From CNBC, Governor Kathy Hochul's daughter-in-law is a top lobbyist at pharma firm that has sought influence of New York lawmakers. Christina Hochul, married to the governor's son, is a director of foreign, uh, federal policy at Biogen. According to her LinkedIn page, the company has been involved with a recent lobbying campaign in New York. If Biogen continues to have business in the state, it could create an ethics hurdle the new governor will have to face as she settles into her job. The governor's daughter-in-law is listed on federal lobbying disclosure reports showing she and her team actively tried to influence members of Congress and those within President Joe Biden's administration. Now, I'm not sure if Biogen has anything to do with the, you know, the vaccine rollout, but, you know, they do uh, develop therapies that aim to combat Alzheimer's disease, multiple sclerosis, spinal muscular atrophy. Um, So who knows? I mean, you know, mRNA technology is being used for a lot of different things. This could be something that benefits her down the road. But again, do you want a corrupt government that you thought you consented to, but you didn't, and it's now being ceded over to a global union? And keep in mind, the global union, we won't be just similarly a state in the global union. It's going to be like Rome. Think of Israel under the Roman Empire. You know, the Roman Empire ran, ran it all. But at the same time, they gave them enough leeway to let them pretend as though they're living their own state. And it wasn't until Jesus came into play that that whole paradigm was ripped apart, but they allowed Israeli leadership to happen. They allowed the leadership of the Israelis over top of the citizens while they still had their hand upon Israel as a Roman empire, uh, as a part of the Roman empire. So I have a feeling that's where it's going to go, but you know, You lose your job in the medical field because your knowledge of the vaccines makes you a little skittish, a little skeptical, while this a-hole wields the power of government to, you know, make her daughter-in-law and her son rich or, you know, well-to-do. And so while this is all going on, think of it on a global scale under the United Nations of Davos. Look at this This from the Epoch Times. World Bank China, rigging scandal, highlights Beijing's malign influence at the UN. So, basically, they rigged all types of uh, reports to make their economy look like it's doing really well. Revelations that the World Bank leaders pressured staff to rig an influential report in China's favor have once again shed light on Beijing regime's influence within the United Nations. And then you couple that with BlackRock and City on climate change. So they're going to use, you know, China has their corporate policy of if you do business in China, you have to do a joint venture with a Chinese company, or you have to have some sort of uh, Chinese representative within your business as far as ownership goes, or the government would, would would in effect have a stake in a portion of your business. They're going to use business to make certain things happen. So BlackRock joined Citigroup to study a plan to shut coal plants down early. And this is from Bloomberg. BlackRock Inc. And, others, and other major financial institutions are working on plans to accelerate the closure of coal-fired plants in Asia in a bid to phase out the use of the worst man-made contributors of climate change. Well, that's not going to go so well because China's building them left and right, but they will yield that force in America to economically shift us from fossil fuels to whatever you know, alternative energies. There are wind turbines that have to have their propellers buried due to their, uh, their manufacturings, uh, chemicals that are on the wind turbines are detrimental to the environment. <laughs> I mean, green batteries that explode and can't be put out and then have to be disposed of in landfills that are very toxic. And they still use coal fire plants to charge. It's ridiculous. The ruse that's going on, but BlackRock is out there buying up all the property, buying up all the houses you're going to end up renting for good. And that's what we go back to when we talked about private property and the Native Americans and how America became a nation because we purchased or conquered or was given or gifted. However we ended up with it, we had private property and that made us a nation. Well, BlackRock is going to buy up all the private property and then you'll just have to rent it from them. You know, like the World Economic Forum said in 2030, you'll own nothing. And you'll be happy. Yeah, You, but somebody will own it, and you will have to rent in perpetuity. But these kind of things are making red pills of the most odd individuals. So Harvard decided it's going to shut down when they are 99% vaccinated because of a breakout case. Now, remember... NBA shut down, Harvard shut down, South by Southwest shut down. The governors got really nervous after Harvard, Harvard shut down, and then they began shutting down, and then the lockdowns became a reality. Well, Harvard is looking to do it again, and they have questionable ties to China with their medical research. Well, the NBA, you would think, because they're one of their biggest markets is China, you would think that they would follow suit so that they can facilitate this whole thing. But the players seem to be having an issue with that. Check out NBA star Bradley Beal talking about uh, natural immunity, and he's questioning the vaccine, which you can't do, especially because if you're a business or you're an entity related to China, you can't question anything that you know has to do with the Wuhan coronavirus.
5: Every player, every person in this world is going to make their own decision for themselves. Um, I would like an explanation, to. You know, people with vaccines, why are they still getting COVID? If that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from. Like, it's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. It doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID, right? So everybody, is everybody in here vaxxed? I would assume, right? So you all can still get COVID, right? Or less likely
3: Okay, but you can still get COVID. Right.
5: So, and you can still pass it along with the VAX, right? So, so I'm gonna ask, I'm just asking so, the question. Oh, oh, sure. And so, like,
1: did having COVID back around the Olympics, like that, basically just saying, like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but to having it, change
5: your opinion one way or another like that it kind of reemphasize. i don't need the vaccine no 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 that, didn't, that wasn't the case i mean yeah i had it but that doesn't mean i can't get it again you know i mean it's no different than somebody with the vaccine like i can yes i developed antibodies for it so my chances will be less likely now as well right but it's still a possibility. I mean, I get it. Just like there are players and coaches and staff who are vax and missing camp right now because of it. So wow,
0: that's amazing. There are other NBA stars that came out and said this stuff too. It's really amazing. There's another video going around of another player who is rejecting it because he has natural immunity. And the red pilling has gone down the line. Russell Brand is out there making videos uh in favor of uh, America and and questioning what happened with uh, Trump and Russia and all types of things. You also have this video from the gr- the biggest podcaster of all, Howard Stern. hates this guy, Joe Rogan. Which I think it's fu- funny that being patriotic and recognizing the greatness of America is now called red pilling. When red pilling should be something else. You should that should be the default set default setting for Americans. But this video of Joe Rogan, it's amazing because he does have influence with people that most conservative audiences can't touch. Check this out.
1: As soon as you give politicians power any kind of power that didn't exist previously, if they can figure out a way to force you into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, historically, they are not going to give that power. up. They find new reasons to use I'll be back. We have to protect but those I'm freedoms this, at uh, all costs, whether you agree with people's choices or not, because it is the foundation that this country was founded on freedom. This idea of freedom, there's so many people that think it's frivolous, it's not important, it's not the main thing that we should be focused on, but it is the literal structure that allows this country to be so f- amazing every single country that's ever existed other than the United States. Up until 1776, every f***ing country that has ever existed was run by dictators, all of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. It created the greatest cultural machine, the greatest machine of art and creativity and innovation, right f***ing here. And how did it do that? It did it through freedom. And as soon as you see something, anything that comes along and inhibits your freedom, you should be very cautious about that. You should be very suspicious. Because anything that comes along that can inhibit your freedom is, by definition,
0: anti-American. So there you go. (laughs) Joe Rogan putting it out there. And, you know, one of the things we have to realize is what is it that the left knows? What is it that those in power know about the future That we're not really privy to, which is why they had to steal the election, which is why they are doing dumb crap like they did in Afghanistan, why they are forcing vaccines upon people while they were uh, trying to attack the legislation in Texas over abortion. All these things are basically political suicide, yet they're doing them in brazen fashion as though they have no uh, consequences coming down the line is it that they're going to steal elections in perpetuity is it that we're going to move to a global union united nations of davos who knows but there's enough people that are being woken up to the ruse of the left and hopefully if elections remain free and fair in 2022 um, that things will go our way I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeart. You can also check it out on your Roku device. Download the Roku streaming channel, Adrian Slade Show, and watch it on your Roku channel, or you listen to it actually. You can also donate anchor.fm slash support slash Adrian Slade or call to be on the show 1929 go, go USA. God bless.